0: Welcome to the Reddit Relations Podcast. Our first topic is. I just found out my dog who I thought ran away got ran over by my girlfriend. I, 17 male, have been dating my girlfriend, 17 female, for 2 years. My parents love her a lot. A month ago, she was over at my place. I have a treehouse that's far out in our wide backyard. We were there together. I had a headache and she was being horny. I told her to go to the store and buy more condoms because we ran out and I didn't feel like going cause I was hurting. She left and I ended up falling asleep because my headache was really bad. My mom gets bad migraines all the time and she gave that trait to me, so nice. My girlfriend woke me up later when she came back, gave me the box and said she wasn't in the mood anymore because it's unfair to me since I have a headache. She told me she was gonna go. I asked her why she was going home and she told me that something came up. I said bye to her. I went back in my house later and was headed to my room to go to sleep. I didn't even pay attention to the fact that my dog wasn't around. I woke up at like 2 AM and I went downstairs to get a drink. Usually my dog is in her bed in the living room. I went around looking for her but couldn't find her anywhere. I woke my parents up because I was freaked out. They told me that my dad had the door open earlier and they believe she ran away. They told me they didn't say anything because of my headache but planned on telling me in the morning. I looked around the neighborhood, I asked neighbors, I put up those missing dog signs. I was really hurt and scared. I've had my husky since I was 8. We grew up together. She was a small puppy when we met. She was my Christmas gift from my grandmother. I love, d, her with all of my heart. I'm the only one in the house who really played with her or interacted. My dad hates dogs and my mom merely tolerates them. 3 days ago my girlfriend called me in the middle of the night crying and sobbing. I kept asking her what was wrong. I told her she was scaring me. It was about 6 minutes before she actually got a word out to me. She told me she was really sorry and I just kept asking what was going on. She told me that she hit my dog. I said, what? And she told me that as she was coming back, she hit my dog. She picked her up to take her to the vet and she died on the way. She came back and was going to tell me up but my parents told her not to tell me. My dad told her to give him my dog. I said, and all of this happened while I was asleep. Are you being for real? This doesn't sound right. And I was on the verge of tears. She told me, she died really fast. I wasn't even 5 minutes away from your house. I'm so sorry please, I yelled at her for keeping this from me and for killing my dog. I hung up and I went to wake my parents up. I kept screaming at my dad and asking about my dog. I asked why no one told me. I kept asking what he did with my dog over and over. He wouldn't give me an answer. I haven't spoken to my girlfriend since this. Just yesterday my girlfriend left me 32 texts and over 15 calls. I keep ignoring. I'm so beyond hurt. I have depression and have had it since I was 12. My dog was my first real best friend. I preferred thinking she ran away, because I could be optimistic that she'd come back or I would find her. But she is dead. And I don't know if she was buried or what. My dad won't tell me what he did with her. I haven't spoken to my parents either but they keep trying. I just don't wanna deal with these three people right now. I'm so hurt I don't know what to do. Should I respond to my girlfriend? Should I try talking things out with her? I always wondered how life will be for me without my friend. I didn't think I would have to figure it out this year. I'm too depressed to even eat. My girlfriend has hurt me in a way that I cannot explain. Note. Okay I get it all right I'm sorry my girlfriend didn't kill my dog and I shouldn't be mad and I'll get over it. And here is what other users have been commenting. I'm sorry about your friend. Take care of yourself, but don't rush yourself through the grieving process. If it were me personally I'd text your girlfriend and just say you're not ready to talk about it. Because regardless of whether or not you stay with her, you need time to clear your head before making that decision. I am so sorry. It all just sounds like a tragic accident. If she went to tell you and told your parents right away she did the right thing. Up to you if you want to forgive her but I'm sure she feels awful. Your parents terrify me. I'm so sorry. It's devastating to lose a family pet. I can't imagine having this situation added on top of it. This sounds very traumatizing. I suggest you find an adult you trust or a professional to talk through this with. Wishing you well heart. The amount of people invalidating this guy's feelings and pushing him into contacting his girlfriend because they feel bad for her even though he has depression and just lost his friend. Wow. This sub can stoop so low sometimes. Edit. And people are saying that she was only doing what the adults told her to do. When the dad told her to give him the dog. Yeah fair. However she could have told op what actually happened way sooner, preferably when she went to wake him up. The parents have no control over whether or not she tells the truth. 17 is nearly an adult. She can join the military soon. She is not a young kid. Cut it out people. Our next topic is. I, 21F, found a picture of me from 4 years ago. And my boyfriend, 24M, I, met, 1 year ago is in it. Has he been stalking me or is this a coincidence? Throw R.A. and I'm scared he'll find this. My boyfriend was like a custom-made guy just for me, that's how perfect he was. So, for our one anniversary, I decided to make a small collage of our relationship. I went on my computer and looked for pictures of us, and this ended up with me going down memory lane. I went all the way back to early 2016 and that's when I found a picture that almost made me shit my pants. There was a picture of me in a hot tub with two other girls and seven guys, one of the guys being my boyfriend. This was taken three years before we met, and it was when I was traveling before I graduated from high school, 12th grade. I remembered going to the party and having fun and being in the hot tub with some cute guys, but that's not where I met him from. Our dating story was that he joined a painting class when was teaching, and we fell in love, etc. Now. I'm wondering if he knew about me for longer than he let on. Now thinking back, I don't even know how he knew of my class if he wasn't keeping an eye on me, it was a pretty inclusive class, and one day he sent me a message on social media and said that he saw some pictures of the class and it looked cool. This could be some universe star colliding mind blowing coincidence, but I'm starting to doubt everything. Was he really a perfect guy for me, or did he stalk me long enough to know what I liked? It was uncanny how much he already, got, about me, and stalking would explain that. Or maybe we're just soul mates. Am I going nuts? I don't know how to process this, and to be honest I'm scared either way. Please help, what do you make of this situation and what should I do? And here is what other users have been commenting. Why would he stalk you for 3 plus years prior to meeting you in person? What would have been the catalyst to cross that line, anyway? Has there been any other red flags? Did you guys gave any friends or acquaintances in common prior to your first meeting? Has he ever said something that indicated he knew more about you than he should? Or has he ever mentioned something about you past that you don't remember telling him about? Coincidences happen, probably more often than we think. 1. He's in a photo from 3 years ago. 2. He put a tracker on your car. 3. He put a tracker on your dog. 4. He put a tracker on your phone. 5. He put cameras inside your home. 6. You are scared of him seeing this post. 7. Your gut tells you something is wrong. 8. You describe him as both obsessive and possessive. 9. He has shown up with gifts that just happened to be things you broke the night before. 10. He pushed you to move in fast. Trust your gut. This is either a stalker that is very dangerous, or a massively possessive boyfriend that is very dangerous. Don't silence your gut when it gives you a warning. At a bare minimum, 2-10 2-10 are huge red flags with or without the picture. The picture could be a coincidence. Sure. But your gut is telling you otherwise. It's not just the picture. He did know a lot about you when you started dating. An amount that you find unsettling. He tracks your location by your dog's collar and your phone. He has put cameras on the inside of your home. He always knows where you are. He is always watching you. That's an absolutely ludicrous amount of control to give over to a partner. I do not think you are safe with this man. Start planning your exit ASAP. Please stay safe. It could just be a coincidence. I found a pic of my fiancé in one of my old photos from when I was in Amsterdam a decade before we met, he was just in the background of a random picture I took. We both live in Australia so that was super weird. Is it possible that he didn't know it was you in the hot tub? He might have no idea that you were on of those two girls. I mean, trust your guy but even if he did know of you before that class. Maybe he just really wanted to meet you so he made it happen? Any other red flags in the relationship? Our next topic is. Update. My 18f, little brother, 15m, is using my clothes to masturbate. The original text is down below. So, Jesus, this was embarrassing that almost a thousand people saw what I wrote, but it helped. This is what I did. I didn't involve my parents, y'all bold to assume I even had the guts to tell them this, and I had the most awkward and embarrassing talk with my brother. So I've seen a lot of people telling me to consider if he was maybe exploring his body and maybe having a gender identity, crisis, not trying to be offensive, I don't know how to phrase it. Definite no, since they were, used, I wouldn't jump to masturbation without evidence yo, he's my brother and there were undeniable proof. They were not used in a sense of warn, if that makes sense. I told him he was going to pay for the damage on my underwear and that he could use this chance to buy some if he wanted for whatever reason. I told him doing what he did was fine and natural, just involving my stuff was crossing the line. Also we do not have any animals or dogs, sorry I couldn't reply to the comments. He didn't tell me why, and I don't really want to know, but hopefully he stops. If not, guess who's gonna be bold enough to tell my parents this. I want to curl into a ball and just turn into a rock from the cringe and awkwardness, but I guess it's over. Thanks you guys, we will never speak of this again lol. Original text. Throw R.A. My brother has been using my clothes to masturbate. I know since I know exactly what I'm missing, and I found one of them used in his room. Is it just because it's a distinctly feminine clothes? Or does it have anything to do with me? I'm not a boy, so I have no idea how the mind works. Is this a normal phase? I am mortified, and now I have to go buy some clothes, but I want to know what conclusion I come to with this. What should I make of this? And here is what other users have been commenting. At least it's over. You handled that well. This is so weird to say to him but there are whole subreddits like art used panties and websites devoted to women selling their dirty panties online for men to buy and use for masturbation purposes. Smelling dirty panties is one of the top fetishes in America and most guys start by stealing a female family member or family member's female friend, like a sister's friend who sleeps over etc., because that's the only place they have access to them because they don't realize they can just buy them off the internet. Why are you reposting this? You got almost 300 comments on your last thread. Edit. Sorry just now realize it's an update and not a repost Lol, MB. It's nothing to do with you op. As a 33 male I can tell you 15 boy me had some weird wanks I hope I never think about ever again past this statement. Nauseated face Nauseated face. I guess you don't really know how much of it is about you but regardless of what degree it may be about you. He involved you anyway by using your clothes. Which cannot not involve you so yes, it is weird for associating sex with similar blood. Unless it was simply a careless intent to disregard disrespect you. The reason he got your clothes likely is because of you being female, whether it's because of your noticeably different sense, natural or even products or any combination etc. Even just thoughts of what is female can be enough to want to heighten arousal, I think that's how I relate to it anyway. Our next topic is. My, M34, brother's fiancés, both mid-twenties, little brother, M17, is an alleged serial child molester. Nobody knows what to do. My brother went off to college in another town in our country and met a girl from there. Now that he is finishing college he wants to get married to her and as per our culture my family had to go over there to meet her family and ask for her hand. We went last week and while there I decided to look up some old friends who lived there. It is a relatively small place where everybody knows everybody. I was talking with a pair of my friends and told them about the family my brother was marrying into and they gave each other weird looks. I pressed them for a while to tell me what was wrong, and they finally gave in and told me that the girl's younger brother has been caught several times sexually assaulting children. He has been beaten up by the victim's relatives a few times, but our country has no functioning security, judicial, or child protection system, so nothing more has happened to him. When I got home, I asked another friend who is originally from there, and he called his parents who confirmed these allegations. Now, our marriages usually last a week with the two families mixing a lot children running around, crowds, food, musicians etc. I am afraid of telling anyone about what I know lest I become a party pooper, or spoil my brother's happiest day. At the same time I want to protect the kids during the wedding celebrations and after. What should I do? And here is what other users have been commenting. You have to sit down with your brother and talk to him about this. If you heard it, he probably heard it too. Talk to him. You won't always be there to watch her brother. And if she has kids with brother, it is best you speak to your brother and go from there. I wouldn't want him around kids in my family. You tell everyone. Now. Your allegiance is to the children. Not the molester. Not your brother. The children. The children deserve to be protected immediately. There is no other option. He deserves no immunity. I don't know what the correct response to this is. You should tell your brother, of course, but you can't just tell him. What about all the parents of children who may have no idea? This dangerous person needs to be removed from the picture entirely, preferably permanently, but of course that's not something you can do without repercussions to yourself. You must absolutely tell your whole family so that the children can be protected during the wedding week. Awkwardness and a bit of family tension are nothing compared to a child being abused. Our next topic is My, 25F, boyfriend, 25M, says really mean things to me in his sleep. I need to preface this by saying that when my boyfriend is awake, he is wonderful and I couldn't be happier. We laugh and joke all day and spending time with him in general is truly a joy. Yes, I mean this. No, he doesn't upset me at all when he's awake. Also, for some background, he works night shifts at a job he really hates, so when he comes home, He likes to just relax unwind, usually with whiskey or beer. Typically we cuddle or I massage his back and legs until he's drunk enough to fall asleep. Edit. He doesn't need alcohol to fall asleep. I worded this wrong. He can fall asleep fine without it. I just meant that the alcohol makes him fall asleep quicker than usual. I have insomnia so I usually end up staying awake for a while after he falls asleep. I'm also really sensitive to aggressive tone of voice due to some past trauma. He only really talks in his sleep if I shift too quickly or try to move him over a little bit if I have no room on the bed or if I move the blanket too much and it disturbs him. He usually snaps at me saying, quit fucking moving, or, can you please fucking stop, or, oh my fucking god, just things in general that give off an indication that he's really annoyed with me. There's also been a couple unprompted times where he's stirred or rolled over, I guess disturbing his own sleep, and said things like, I can do better than this, etc. Because of my sensitivity I usually end up crying over these things. I try to make it a point not to bring up the things he says does in his sleep, unless they're funny which sometimes happens because, for one, I really don't think he can control it, and two, when I have brought up things he said, he always ends up feeling horribly guilty for the things he says and that makes me feel guilty for saying anything. Last night, in his sleep, He ripped my blanket away from me, we sleep with separate blankets because this has been an issue in the past, and tucked it under himself and his own blanket. It was really cold in the room so I tried to take it back, but he grabbed my hand and shoved it away. I didn't want to have to wake him up but he's a lot stronger than me and no matter what I tried to do I just couldn't get the blanket back. I shook him gently and kept saying, baby, can you please give me back my blanket. I was met with sleepy grunts but he still wouldn't give it back. Finally after a little persistence he sat up really quickly and yelled, What do you want? Jesus you're annoying. I said, I just want my blanket back please. He shoved it towards me and nearly knocked me off the bed and then instantly laid back down and started snoring. I didn't sleep at all last night because of this. It's really eating at me. I really don't want to be annoying to him, especially when he's trying to rest after work. But I also don't know how I can keep putting up with this. Part of me wonders if he actually means any of the things he says. When he woke up this morning I couldn't bring myself to say anything about it but I also couldn't look him in the eye. I guess my question in this is am I being too sensitive? Should I bring this up to him? I don't know how much that would accomplish because he usually has no recollection of it and doesn't know how to control it. What can I do to keep my sensitivity from affecting our relationship and the way I see him myself? And here is what other users have been commenting. That's so weird, I really don't know what to make of it. However, you should definitely keep talking to him about this. Maybe even seek medical help, because there is something going on during his sleep. One thing for sure, this is not your fault. You're not being annoying, you just want to sleep comfortably without being cussed at. So don't feel bad about this, don't feel bad about laying this on him, because he is causing it. Whether consciously or not, he is causing you a lot of pain, and that needs to be fixed. And you can't fix something you don't really know is going on. I was expecting legitimate sleep talking. This just sounds like someone being an asshole when they're trying to sleep. No, you're not being too sensitive. And like, you don't have to co-sleep, you know. If this is what you're going to go through, don't sleep in the bed with him. First, it's not you. An unenjoyable, unfulfilling job plus you plus a splash of alcohol and mixed together with unconscious equals nonsense. Yes. You are the target but that's because you fill a big part of his brain. A sleepy brain is a stupid brain. And not co-sleeping may need to be discussed. My ex used to do this stuff and I always thought of it as his abusive tendencies leaking out. He turned into an incredibly abusive narc. Got to the point I was afraid to sleep in the bed with him. Thank you for listening to our podcast and see you on the next episode.